Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am, but Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This morning, seven new cases of blood clots linked to the COVID jab. Braced for an emergency on board a Qantas flight, the pilot forced to shut down an engine. New sex abuse claims in New South Wales Parliament House. Senior Minister Gareth Ward under police investigation. And a wild police chase through Perth. The startling moment, it came to a halt near a railway line. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. The nation's medical regulator has revealed seven new cases of blood clots linked to the AstraZeneca vaccine. It takes the total number of cases reported in Australia to 18, with 1.8 million doses of the jab administered so far. We don't know everything that's going to occur in this pandemic, but our goal has been to prepare for everything that is possible. It comes as hundreds of thousands of Victorians under 50 will be able to get the Pfizer jab next week as the state steps in to fast-track vaccinations for more disability and aged care workers. The Queensland Government has halved its orders of COVID vaccine doses while blaming short supply of jabs for its mass vaccination hub delay. New data has revealed the state ordered around 40,000 fewer doses in the past two weeks. At the same time, other states have ramped up orders from the Commonwealth, with New South Wales requesting just over 60,000 shots this week. Repatriation flights to India will begin today with a plane leaving Darwin to pick up stranded Australians. The first jet is set to arrive in the Northern Territory tomorrow when the travel ban is lifted. Up to 200 Australians will then begin two weeks of quarantine at the Howard Springs facility. Another five flights are expected to arrive in the country by the end of the month, but no decision has been made about when commercial services from India will resume. Dozens of passengers, passengers on a flight to Brisbane have been caught up in a terrifying mid-air emergency. They were travelling from New South Wales and ordered to brace as their plane made an emergency landing. The last thing you want to hear on a plane. Dramatic scenes on board Qantas flight 2420 from Newcastle to Brisbane. screaming out, brace, 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 like, you know, it's not very calming, is it? As it neared the airport, a warning light came on. The right end uh, landing gear was down but not showing locked, and that was a concern. The pilot shut down the right engine. 
Rest assured, the aircraft is capable of flying on one engine. The plane was put into a holding pattern. Everyone get back to the right position. Shortly after nine, an emergency was declared. And that's when the real started to hit here. Despite the panic, passengers say the landing itself was no more bumpy than usual and they've praised the crew for being transparent and keeping them calm. And the crew was very calm and collected, done a great job. The 64 passengers disembarked on the runway and were bussed to the terminal. The plane had to be towed in for assessment by maintenance crews, where it was found to be a false alarm. Uh, we are absolutely certain it was a faulty sensor in this case. As we've seen here with the false alarm today, uh, our procedures worked exactly the way we needed them to. And sent passengers' heart rates sky high. Mackenzie Rawn, 7 News. New South Wales Parliament has been rocked by allegations of a sexual violence scandal. Families Minister Gareth Ward has stood aside as he faces a police probe over the incident, which dates back to 2013. He's denied any wrongdoing and has moved to the crossbench. I mean, obviously it's a shock to the entire building, but, um, I mean, look, he's entitled to know what the allegations are against him. Um, let the police do their work. That's the most important thing. Uh, it's deeply distressing for the state of politics. I mean, when will it ever end? It comes just a week out from a by-election to replace Upper Hunter MP Michael Johnson, who is under investigation over sexual assault allegations. A driver in a stolen ute has led police on a wild chase through several suburbs in Perth. The vehicle mounted footpaths and crossed to the wrong side of the road, narrowly missing oncoming traffic. The ute eventually became stuck next to a railway line. He's off on foot eastbound over the railway line. Vehicle's been uh, bogged in the blue metal. The black. The 29-year-old gave himself up a short time later and has now been charged. After everyone in New South Wales was handed $100 in Dine and Discover vouchers to help the economy recover from the pandemic, we finally know how the cash has been spent. Hungry Jacks and KFC have pocketed a big chunk of the COVID stimulus package. Small business owners say they're frustrated a large part of the taxpayer money is being funnelled into multinational chains. There's been more fallout after a retired Victorian police officer was allowed to escape a breath test in Queensland. Queensland's corruption watchdog has stepped in after the Sunshine Coast officer involved was allowed to keep her job. We're not satisfied with the outcome. An external tribunal will now review the case. It's a diagnosis that's barely improved in over four decades, but in just a matter of weeks, pancreatic cancer patients will begin a world-first clinical trial. Researchers are using an existing arthritis drug to help treat deadly tumours. Michael Ryan lost his wife, mum and friend within five years, all losing their battle with pancreatic cancer, all diagnosed at stage four. The pain and suffering that I saw each of them go through was pretty extraordinary. A deadly diagnosis with a five-year survival rate of just 1%, but scientists could have a solution, repurposing the arthritis drug sulfazalazine. We're able to break down the scar fortress, which traps this tumour and prevents chemotherapy from entering. The drug targets both the helper cells that build up scar tissue and cancer cells at the same time. This is an amazing option for patients. Scientists finding the treatment also stops the spread of cancer throughout the body. 
It stops the scar tissue helper cells from feeding a key nutrient to the tumour. The drug has already been listed on the Pharmaceutical Benefits Scheme, which means it's already been deemed safe. And if used for pancreatic cancer therapy, treatment could cost as little as $50. The only way to really do anything about it is for this research to, uh, to occur. Patients will be recruited for human clinical trials in the coming weeks. Isabel Mullen, 7 News. Australian researchers have developed world-first technology that helps restore the sight of those who are blind or vision impaired. Using nanoparticle technology, they've created an artificial retina with the potential to restore vision in full colour. These scientists have their sights set on leading the way for those with vision impairment using world-first technology. It will replace a part of the retina in people who have retinal degenerative diseases. They've created a solution which is then printed in microscopic patterns eventually onto silk, which would be surgically implanted at the back of the eye. The solution then capable of absorbing light and firing neurons, transmitting signals from the eyes to the brain someone that can't see is able to see again. We are the first to put it together in a specific way. The focus first on those with retinitis pigmentosa or age-related macular degeneration, the most common cause of blindness in over 65s. The technology also moving on from monochrome. So what we've been able to develop is red, green and blue absorbing pigments just like the cones in the human eye. So it will give you colour vision which would be a world first technology. That got me really excited. I haven't heard much talk about the attempt to integrate colour. Dr Griffith believes this technology will be less invasive and more cost effective than others currently in development. They're hoping to start clinical trials in the next five years. Having more eyesight means more choices in your lifestyle. This is really opens up a lot of possibilities. Amber Laidler, 7 News. Tired of ads barging into your favourite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. I'm Andrea, founder of a boutique handbag brand, Andy, and this is why I switched to Shopify. I tried three other platforms prior to Shopify, and I remember my breaking point was when I would try to make one little change and my entire site would go down. Shopify made it really easy for me to shift everything over and hit the ground running. I was able to migrate my products and all of my customer information over. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Go to shopify.com slash listen to take your business to the next level today. Labor leader Anthony Albanese has delivered a fiery budget reply declaring Australians deserve better than a government that is all announcement and no delivery. Let's go live now to political reporter Taylor Aiken in Canberra. Good morning, Taylor. What were some of the big ticket policies? Jody, good morning. There was a big focus on jobs of the future, but also supporting some of the most vulnerable Australians. Anthony Albanese pledging to fund clean energy jobs, a wages boost and plans to legalise wage theft to protect staff. But the centrepiece of Labor's budget reply speech was a $10 billion investment in social housing, creating a housing future fund to build 20,000 homes and units over five years, 4,000 of them reserved for women and children escaping domestic violence. I'm proud to say that Labor in government will create 
a $10 billion Housing Australia Future Fund, with the annual investment return to build social and affordable housing and create thousands of jobs. No mention, however, of Labor's position on tax relief for higher income earners and whether they will support the government's stage three income tax cuts. Jody. Okay, Taylor Aiken in Canberra, thank you. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones is currently trading up. The Nasdaq is also higher. In London, the FTSE fell, Germany's DAX gained. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed lower, Hong Kong's Hang Seng fell, the All Lords lost, as did the ASX 200. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,823. US dollars an ounce. Oil is 63 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar buying 77 and a quarter US cents, 84 and a half Japanese yen, and a dollar seven New Zealand. A celebrity chiropractor in Victoria is facing life in jail after pleading guilty to drug charges. Dr Warren Sipser tried to import $90 million worth of liquid cocaine in hundreds of wine bottles. He got his elderly mother to pick up the consignment so that he wouldn't get caught. His lawyer says Sipser got tied up in the cocaine scene after splitting with his wife, socialite wellness advocate Andy Liu. The number of coronavirus cases in India continues to surge with more than 360,000 infections recorded in the past 24 hours. The World Health Organization says India accounted for half of the world's newly confirmed COVID cases over the past week and 30% of COVID deaths. Meantime, a new survey has revealed nearly a quarter of Americans have lost a loved one to coronavirus. Israeli tanks and troops are gathering on the country's border with Gaza as the conflict with Hamas continues to escalate. Israeli aircraft have carried out further strikes in Gaza while Hamas has fired another barrage of rockets towards Israel. At least 83 people in Gaza and seven in Israel have been killed since the violence flared on Monday. The Duke and Duchess of Cambridge have continued their good-natured sporting rivalry with a game of ping-pong during a visit to a UK youth centre. The notoriously competitive couple joined in with several activities, including archery, Kate missed the target, and football, with William showing off his ball-juggling skills. The royal couple's visit was to mark Mental Health Awareness Week. Prince Harry has launched an extraordinary attack on senior members of the royal family, including the Queen, during a Hollywood podcast. Harry blasted Prince Charles's parenting skills and suggested that his father had suffered at the hands of his own parents, the Queen and Prince Philip. And then suddenly I started to piece it all together and go, I know this bit about his life. I also know that's connected to his parents. Yeah. So that means that he's treating me the way that he was treated. Exactly. Which means, how can I change that? for my own kids and well here I am. Let's go live now to US correspondent Ashley Mullaney. Good morning Ash. Prince Harry did not hold back. Good morning, Jodie. Well, as expected, every word of Prince Harry's is being closely scrutinised. One thing that's becoming abundantly clear is just how unhappy he was on this path in his life as a working royal. Uh, he has likened it to uh, a combination of being in the Truman Show and being in the zoo and said that it was his wife, Meghan, who encouraged him to get some therapy. This is Prince Harry speaking in his words. In my early 20s, I was a case of, like, I just, I don't want this job. Yeah. I don't want to be here. I don't want to be doing this. Look what it did to my mum. How am I ever going to you know, settle down and have a wife and a family when I know that it's going to happen again? Yeah. Because I know, I've seen behind the curtain. 
I've seen the business model. I know how this operation runs and how it works. Yeah. I don't want to be part of this. Prince Harry seems pleased with his decision to move his family to California, saying that he can now walk with his head up and his shoulders down. Seems to be pleased uh, with having made that decision. Uh, he is now working on a new program with Oprah, The Me You Can't See. So it is likely that we will hear more from Prince Harry uh, with these candid sort of interviews. Jody. OK, thanks, Ash. Updating sport now. Carlton have denied reports. Captain Patrick Cripps has played much of this season with a fractured back. Cripps has reportedly needed injections to get through games, but the club says he is fit. Adelaide will rest former captain Taylor Walker for Sunday's clash with West Coast, and St Kilda have confirmed Zach Jones will miss at least two months with a quad injury. South Sydney captain Adam Reynolds says the decision to leave the Rabbitohs for the Broncos was the hardest of his life. The Broncos confirmed Reynolds will move to Brisbane next year on a three-year deal after he turned down a more lucrative deal from the Sharks. The Roosters have re-signed teen sensation Sam Walker to a two-year extension through to 2023. Ash Barty has cruised into the quarterfinals at the Rome Masters. The world number one's top form on clay continued, beating Russian Veronika Kudometova in straight sets. Down a set and a break, Rafael Nadal saved two match points to pull off a remarkable comeback win against Denis Shapovalov to reach the quarters. World number one Novak Djokovic is also through to the final eight. Melbourne City have one hand on a maiden A-League premiership. The Victorians were at the top of their game against the fourth-placed Adelaide United, winning 4-1 overnight. Jamie McLaren scored twice to take his season tally to 24 goals from 21 games. City are now 11 points clear on top of the ladder with five games to play. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, a trough and cold front crossing the southeast is generating rain, showers and gusty winds in southeast South Australia, Victoria and Tasmania. A weak trough in Queensland's central coast is causing a few showers. High pressure is keeping elsewhere mostly clear and sending cool winds to the interior. Checking the capital cities now, sunny in Brisbane heading for 25 degrees, sunny and 20 in Sydney, partly cloudy in Canberra, a top of 13, showers in Increasing in Melbourne 14, showers in Hobart 12 degrees, a shower or two in Adelaide 17, partly cloudy 23 the top in Perth and sunny and 34 degrees in Darwin.